Hi, my name is Kirsten and I am a 2018 alum of Sand Hills Community College and a senior at UNCG, the University of North Carolina at Greensboro, in our Communication Studies department. And I also minor in Sociology. I'm one of the consultants here in our speaking lab at Sand Hills Community College. I'm here with our very first TipCast. I'm very excited about these. These podcasts are hosted by The Speaking Lab. These are going to be a short set of podcasts that you can maybe pop in your ears when you're walking to class or driving to school. And we're going to talk about a wide variety of things pertaining to the communication discipline. Here in The Speaking Lab, we consult on a wide variety of things. I help by reviewing speeches, helping you choose topics, professional development from resumes and cover letters, and writing outlines, which is something we're going to be talking about on today's TipCast. A blank speech outline is going to be helpful for you because because this ensures that you never forget any part of your speech. Today we'll be talking about what you need for your pre-introduction, your introduction, your body, conclusion, and then your references. So let's talk about what we need to start. If you start out with a document that has a blank outline, I mean one that's not filled out, then you'll just copy and paste that into a new document each time you have a speech. This is going to ensure that you never miss a part. At the top of the document, you're going to want to label it something like speech outline. Then there's going to be a few parts you want to write before your introduction. You're going to want to write your general purpose. This is going to be your typical to inform, entertain, or to persuade. Then you're going to need to write a specific purpose. This narrows everything down just a little bit more. For example, on my podcast outline, I wrote for my specific purpose to inform the audience on how to write a blank speech outline. Then you're going to want to narrow it down even further and include a thesis statement. Again, using my outline, I wrote a blank speech outline will be helpful for you to ensure that you never forget a part of your speech. We're going to have another podcast on developing a thesis statement alone. Next, you're going to want to have visual aids and stage directions listed. Well, why do we even need this? Well, let's say you deliver a speech for a company. Then the company has a conference and wants you to deliver the same speech to the executives at the conference. All you have to do is pull up the document and you have everything. By having a section for visual aids, you'll make sure you never forget anything like a PowerPoint. Now we've made it to the introduction heading. Underneath the heading, you're going to want to have six subheadings. They're going to be greeting and name, credibility, attention getter, relevancy statement, thesis, preview, and so let's briefly talk about each of these. Greeting and name is clearly, hi, I'm Kirsten. Well, you're going to want to say your name. Credibility then tells the audience what gives you the right to speak to them about the speech. For example, when I started the podcast, I told you that I worked in the speaking lab and I was also a senior at UNCG in comm studies. That gives me credibility as to why I can speak to you on this topic. Next, you're going to have attention getters. This is usually a one line or maybe an action that's really going to captivate your audience and grab their attention. Relevancy statement's going to tell the audience why they should listen to you or why it's going to be important to them. Your thesis is going to be one or two sentences that's going to summarize your entire speech. This can be a little tricky, but no worries. Like I said, we're going to have another podcast on that. Previews next. This is going to be a brief overview of your whole speech. This helps the audience members to mentally follow along with you as you deliver your speech. That's all you need in your intro. Directly after the intro, you need a transition, or some call it signposts. This is another tool we use in public speaking to allow audiences to mentally draw themselves back in and think, okay, we're moving on to the next part of the speech. So for example, now that we've wrapped up the pre-introduction and the intro, let's move on to what you need next, the body. The body of your outline is going to include two or three main points. If you choose to only have two, they're going to need to be really hearty and in-depth. 
Each main point is going to have two or three subpoints. This is going to be the evidence that supports your main points. Depending on the length and type of your speech, you may have more than three subpoints too. After each main point, you need to remember to include a transition between each of them. So that keeps your audience following along. After you've labeled the main points, subpoints, and transitions between them, you're ready to move on to the conclusion. In the conclusion, you're going to need five things to complete it. These include the restatement of your thesis, summary, reviews of your main points, a memorable thought or call to action, thank yous, and and questions. So first you're going to want to restate your thesis. This is going to give the audience a way to reorient themselves to the topic of your speech as you conclude. Then you're going to want to summarize and review your supporting main points for your thesis. Then my favorite part of speeches is your call to action or memorable thought. We use these in more persuasive speeches, but they should be in every speech. This is when you say, now that you've heard what I have to say, what do I want you to do? Or what should you do? If you're leaving them with a memorable thought, that's exactly what you want. For them to have food for thought as they walk away from your speech. Then you want to label a thank you so you don't forget to thank them. Then you're going to label any questions. So your speech should end like, thank you. Are there any questions? By ending your speech this way, you leave no room for that awkward, are you done yet? type feeling. To have a completed outline, you want to make sure you include your references at the bottom. Many professors usually let you choose the style you want to write them in, but make sure that you review the rubric in case they specify which style they prefer you to write in. As you heard, a blank speech outline will be helpful for students to ensure that they never forget a part of their speech. We talked about each part you're going to want to include, pre-introduction, the intro, transitions, don't forget the transitions, body, and each main point with several subpoints, transitions between them, and your conclusion. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of TipCast with Sandhills Community College Speaking Lab. If you'd like to make an appointment with us for a consultation, just send us an email at sccspeakinglab at gmail.com, and I'll send you over our Google form to fill out for an appointment. My name's Kirsten, and I'll catch you next time. Bye!